this week's movie is 2004's Dead Girl Walking, directed by Koji Shiraishi, starring Ayaka Maeda and Yoshiyuki Morishita, among others. Dead Girl Walking is 2004 Japanese surrealist horror short film, based on the manga by Hideshi Hino. How about a plot synopsis? What are you... Live in Miami. The unimaginable happens. Sari is pronounced dead by her doctor, but her body continues to function. Her wounds begin to fester, and her body begins to rot. Her once-loving mother, father, and sister are repulsed as their home starts reeking of decomposing flesh. Unable to bear it any longer, they come her Sarai holding a can of gasoline. <laughs> she flees for her life, but is snatched away by a strange man who runs a freak show where Sari is forced to exhibit her putrefied body and dance before an audience of men dressed in black. Isolated in the desolate hills, Sari oh thinks god. she has escaped them, but she's wrong. Oh my god. Yikes. So yeah, That's right, we're getting into that business right now. <laughs> Return to the wacky, wild world of the wonderfully Hideshi wacky wild Hino's world. Theater of Horror. Now that we're hitting episode 10, double digits. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Wait, we're not doing Rob Zombies? Living Dead Girl? No. Shit, I got the wrong notes. Fuck. Oh, wow. In the trash it goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cornerstone right now. Back to your roots. Joining in for the first time, me. I missed the first one, so this yeah. is my uh, yeah. entry to this series, I guess. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Well, you'll find out exactly <laughs> how I feel about this in just a moment. That's her plan, I guess, is to do another one of these every 10 episodes, I guess, until episode 50. Well, how many are there? There's six. So six? Cool. episode one, 10, 20, and so on. Something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it's fun for the audience. Audience. I think it will. Like a recurring mm, better be. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna, recurring nightmare. <laughs> You're gonna have to like it. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. What's you guys' history with this movie? I guess none of us have one, but... <laughs> yeah, mine is non-existent. <laughs> mine is as well. This is my entry to this series, and it's also my first time watching this movie. Yeah, our only history is with The Boy from Hell. We've seen one movie from this series. Yeah, that gypsy woman just set it all off. Here we are. Let's discuss the cast, if we can. I couldn't line up who the actor was with the character, just like in The Boy from Hell. There's just insufficient information. The only thing that I know, I think is Ayaka Maeda played the main girl, Yuri. Was he here? It's Yuri. Yeah, yeah it is, is Yuri. That, what was the sister's name? Yuki? Yeah, Yuki. Okay. Yuki Yuri. It's not confusing. Jesus. It is confusing. There's only one, one letter difference. Fuck. <laughs> but as Yuki, whatever her name was. No, Yuri. Yeah, Yuri. Yeah, it was Whatever Yuri. her name was. Um, <laughs> How do you think she was? Oh, I thought she was the good. The main character here. I don't know. She didn't emote a lot. I no. guess that's a problem with her performance. I guess It's a problem, but at the same time, it kind of fits the character. If something like this were to happen to you, how do you think you would be able to handle it? You would know probably slowly, slowly die inside and then just kind of like go through just I, your... I might have more than one facial expression yeah it's true I mean it's possible well, well she, uh, yeah. she screamed that one time did she <laughs> she did. We, have, we watched this movie, by the way, like a week ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was pretty good. I feel like the she's really acting the, was almost like beside the point in this movie. She's, yeah, she's really like the only main player. Like everybody, they're in it, but they're not really in it for that long. Mostly, a lot of times, it's just her by herself and just with her thoughts, which is just reoccurring. I'm dying. I think I'm dying. I Am I dead? Die. Yeah, parts of this movie are almost like a silent film. The only other person here, Yoshiyuki Morishita, the, the veteran Japanese 
Japanese actor has been in like 168 movies. He was the father. He was the daddy. He was proud papa. He was a proud he was papa. papa daddy. He was a papa daddy of the living dead girl. Um, Did he say anything? He was a sex machine. He went like, oh, and chugged <laughs> coffee and... Oh, yeah, like on this, there's uh, the one know. part where like on his way out the door where it's like, did you remember everything? He's just like, uh. <laughs> And then, like, it's like, did I upset him? Yeah, and I was like, what's the deal with that? But I liked um, <laughs> really stressed his wackiness. Yeah, he was a good body actor. Very stooge-like in some of his antics. He was kind of like a Larry. Yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> <laughs> silliness about it. We don't know their names, but what do you think of like the actor who played the mother? She was pretty cool. She was awesome. I thought yeah. she was funny. I liked her um, craziness towards the end. It took a little while to come out. Not towards the end, I guess the center. of Middle to the end. Yeah, the, the nougat center. movie, by the way, was 44 minutes long. Anybody wondering at home, it's basically a short film. But yeah, she was cool. She was uh, great as a crazy woman, I guess. She reminded me of my mom a little bit. Sorry, Mom. Love you, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but no, um, I think you're great. that crazy Japanese Lady. She reminded me of what's her face. We played all know onesie one. in Wild Zero. Oh like, yeah, a little bit. The mythical onesie. She didn't <laughs> seem that intense though at the beginning. It seemed kind of like. Well, oh, she started yeah. out fucking like leave it to Beaver fucking yeah. in Japan. That's how the whole thing <laughs> yeah. kind of starts. And then later in the movie, she gets fucking crazy after things take a darker turn. Colors yeah, fade to black. It, seems, it doesn't <laughs> feel like it comes out of nowhere though. It builds up to it and it works. I don't know. I think it does anyways. Yeah, I think we're pretty well. Yeah, there's like the little sister who has like, the, one line in this movie. What about that crazy guy? Yeah, there's the, the freak, freak show, show leader. Okay, maybe he was my favorite. He was fun, yeah. He was pretty nuts. <laughs> he was pretty pretty nuts. Speaking of Wild Zero, he kind of reminded me of that one zombie that you always see in that menu almost pops up. Oh, right. He looked like he had some kind of weird makeup on. Yeah, he did look a little crazy, right? Yeah. Like, he had a weird, unsettling presence to him. Same thing with, yeah. like, there's, like, a farmer guy, this crazy farmer guy. He Oof. looks also like he has some kind of weird, like, stage <laughs> makeup, like kabuki actors or something. I don't know, it was a really cool, like, impressionist style that this it was. movie had. Well, yeah, because yeah. the source material is a, a manga, or yeah. manga, or however the fuck you pronounce it. And, a uh, mango. <laughs> well, you don't read Yao? No, 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 no. I don't read Yao, and I don't read Yuri. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I was thinking about that, too. That is... We all know about Yaoi. Yeah, the female equivalent of that is... Yuri. Like, that's Yuri, what it's called. Which is oh, the, it's the name of the And it's a fairly character. common name in Japan, I think, too. Like, it's not like it's an uncommon name. Yeah. I've seen it in other I think it is a common name. That's yeah. Thanks, Encyclopedia Dramatica. For yeah, what would we do without it? Weird forms of Japanese comics. <laughs> yeah, fuck Wikipedia. That's where I get all my facts. Yeah, yeah. that's the truest real life business. So the history for this one, if anybody out there has listened to the first episode, it's just the same thing, but I'll include it here again for those who haven't, for your benefit. Dead Girl Walking was part of a six-part anthology horror series of theatrically released films based off the work of Japanese horror manga writer Hideshi Hino called Hideshi Hino's Theater of Horror. Also known as Kaiku Gekiju Hexalogy, which came to Japanese theaters on October 3rd, 2004. They released in North America in 2006, and that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we get this introduction now was this introduction with him this goosebumps feeling R.L. Yes. Stein mm -hmm. this, is in, this is in all of them like Tales from the Crypt which we uh, also like people one. who heard the first episode we describe it in that one what'd some, you think about it I thought yeah, it was awesome I yeah, love too. this, this <laughs> yeah. shit it's great it's so cheesy but it's pretty cool um, it's almost like Death Note have you ever seen any of that oh yeah I've seen some of that show yeah I like it yeah it's this guy the author of all these mangas talking about himself 
himself and how basically he's like cursed and that all of the things that he writes about they actually happen yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right and they happen to him True and facts. like he's like a bringer of death tell uh, some woman to like commit suicide yeah or then he's like appears in the sky with this woman you just see like his crazy eye that was my favorite part is just like die die take a fall die <laughs> always makes me think of Nightmare the, part three yeah. fall all the way to, to the bottom of hell yeah take a fall and die fall all the way to hell it sounds like something uh, Mr. Garrison would say yeah <laughs> and she jumps she just does it she does she it. also has another person in this movie who looks like they don't give a shit what's going on she's like no expression on her face she just kind of casually drops herself off the top of this big building yeah it's like hey, why not like, and then there's this really cheesy cackle at the end of the whole thing the super oh, high pitch yeah. cackle yeah <laughs> pretty good yeah I love it we open up on a shot of a dandelion as like a potted plant in this little girl's room yeah, not yeah. little girl she's like a teenager yeah she's like probably 14, 15, 16 yeah. something like that were my eyes um playing tricks on me or was the color like really muted for the introduction like, it was mm -hmm. it wasn't just my eyes playing tricks on me I okay. thought so too we should mention by the way that we did watch this on YouTube because I felt like the video quality of this whole movie was pretty bad and kind of grainy looking even compared to Boy From Hell which yeah. is not exactly high end but it might have been the fact that we watched it on the internet. I liked how it was like a really like a muted color scheme and then it fades to like a black and white. Like the dandelion is the only thing in the room that has any sort of like pop. Everything else is like a really either paley pink or like just really soft muted gray. Yeah. The dandelion is important. Yes. Maybe we'll figure out what it is. Right now, yeah. you know, that's there's something significant. There's a lot of that. symbolism with this shitty little weed that she decides to keep in the room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she can get decent flowers. Well, so if you, you're the botanist, like what flower would you want? want if you were gonna keep a flower in a pot marijuana of course <laughs> it's a flower japan getting good, japanese good point. peace lily like in hot fuzz yeah. oh yeah there you go auctionates the room <laughs> oh yeah uh <laughs> its needs are simple mm. yeah succulent would be nice i don't know like a flowery cactus cactus would be cool cactus jack be cool oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> bang bang so yeah it's morning everybody's rushing around everybody gotta go to school dad's gotta go to work yeah, he's really gotta go to work i don't know what Dude. the uh, laws and restrictions are there but he doesn't even say anything to his family before he leaves. Yeah, he just chugs down some coffee. I think he skipped breakfast. Yeah, it's Japan, the like, there's another train coming in, like, 15 seconds if you miss this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're good to go. He's going to be off for, like, gonna two be minutes okay. the whole day. He's going to be playing catch-up <laughs> the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, God! Boss going to chew his ass off. Oh, baby. So he's fretting about how she's going to water this flower. She tells it not to worry. Don't worry, I'll get you some water. Woohoo! Yeah, she tell her flower's about to die. Her mom stops monopolizing the sink, and she goes back and, and <laughs> waters that thing and then like it cuts to like some weird shot well we get like a heart suspended uh, in darkness david lynch totally all over this shot i think this could fit into a david lynch movie to be honest the science class zoom into the body and it just shows like the beating heart this scene made me a little uncomfortable for it was a it super was, detailed it was realistic. very very detailed i thought it was realistic. incredibly unrealistic <laughs> really i thought it looked like some kids from my boy scout troop when i was a kid would have made this out of paper mache and food oh coloring. i guess that's true like, I, I, don't, looks... I didn't mean the heart itself I meant like her reaction kind of rolling around the ground not really saying anything it's just a scary scary thought I mean I even, though the, even though the heart didn't look real it still I thought was 
unnerving. It was still ma- managed to make me a little uncomfortable. Like the way it was presented, <clears throat> I guess. Yeah, you see the heart, it's like beating and beating, it inflates and deflates, and then it just deflates and just stops. And yeah. And she just falls to the back to reality and she falls to the ground. Oh, yeah, when she's like fucking <laughs> switching out, <laughs> yeah. the fucking water's falling out of yeah. the she's spout like, or whatever, and it looks like she's, she's just pissing, pissing all, all over, the over the place like a maniac. That's what I thought too when I saw that for the first time. <laughs> like, it's the first thing that popped into my mind. Because, well, they say you like you would lose control of your bowels. You do, right? Yeah, you I wonder if that attack. was like another symbolism. Oh yeah, just you that. Attack and you piss like, all over the place. <laughs> piss like a, a fire hydrant. That was a big laugh for me. Holy that was fuck! Pretty funny, and this one I think was from the first year. It's sort of cool sounding, but like the cheap synthos <laughs> string soundtrack. I liked it too. The recurring like toy box motif that they had. Some of the synth tracks. No, it was good music. In it this was movie. subtle string music. It reminded me if anybody's seen the Jim Jarmusch movie. Uh, we watched it in Stranger Than Paradise. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminded me of the music in that movie. Did The Boy From Hell have music like this? Uh, it was more funky and no, that The soundtrack in that movie was actually pretty awesome. It yeah. was pretty funky. And Have you listened to the episode? Yo, I listened to the episode. But, like, that music was at the beginning, right? Yeah, that, that was from that? From the oh, movie. I took it straight awesome. from the movie. That's straight yeah. from the movie, yeah. Um, it's cool. Boy From Hell is a completely different tone. This is like a much darker, heavier tone. Okay. Anyway, yeah, color fades to black and white as she seemingly drops dead, but she can still see the yellow of the flower, even as she's like losing consciousness. Yeah, it was a cool shot. Like I like the camera angle. The title card pops up. Yeah, the first up and... one of these title cards yeah. that will show her inner thoughts. And she she says, asks, "Am I going, am I going to, die? to die?" Yeah. And we see a flower petal fall to the floor. So inner monologues are set up as title cards, which is cool. We uh, fade back into a doctor. In she the wakes up distance. in bed. She hears the doctor talking with the mother about how she's clinically dead, but she's still alive. I like how yeah. the, even the doctor's like sort of freaked out by this. Is like yeah. I've never seen anything like this before. This is <laughs> yeah. on you now. I'm gonna go back to the office. Whatever unholy business is happening. And this is the first scene where, like, oh god, the first. Oh, Rick. (laughs) Rick. Uh, uh, Morty, you gotta. (laughs) Morty, you gotta. Gotta lick my balls, Morty. (laughs) You're listening, Morty. The mother almost seems irritated by her disobedience. She can't just be dead like a normal dead person. Like something she has, another thing she has to put up with, with this child. It's a straw that breaks the camel's back. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's another thing she had to put up with. It seems like she was a good kid. It was easy to put up with when she was alive, but now that she's dead but not dead. Like like the family just turns on her. What do you do with something like that? You know what I'm saying? I don't think your family would ostracize you like immediately after finding no, out. No, maybe it's like a few days went by or something. She was unconscious. She gives her her death certificate. She hands oh, it to her like she got a bad awesome. grade on her report card. The mom just walks into the room and she's like, dude, what the fuck is up? What is going on with you? Why are you dead but not dead? What's happening? <laughs> What's your problem? Like, she has this weird wound on her elbow that just blows up and like spurts blood. Splut goes her arm. Like, and that was the yell, right? Is that when she yells? <laughs> Yeah, I think we should talk about we should talk about the title card. I thought it was really cool. It's just this image of it looks like almost like soapy water, like swirling. Yeah, that, oh. If any of you guys have played Earthbound, it's got yeah, like but, that same sort of psychedelic backdrop mm. that all the battles do, and that's what this uh, music reminds me of. It had a kind of an Earthbound esque feel to it, very otherworldly, kind of spacey. Well, I'm convinced uh, Earthbound's a horror game, but I haven't beat it. So I'm it is horror. kind of. It feels yeah. like it delves into it at points, mm. like even right off the bat. The beginning. Not to get okay. Let's get yeah. All right, yeah. We'll do that. We'll save that for another. <laughs> 
podcast. Okay, right. Save that for another day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they cut back to her in her bedroom, and another thing that felt like a David Lynch thing was this movie reminds me of Eraserhead probably more than any of his other movies. But yeah, there's a lot of just sort of heightened industrial noise, yeah. and the way that the neighborhood is shot makes it look semi bleak. Yeah, it does have a very like Eraserhead feel to it. Well, after the title card, this is when the movie just jumps into a uh, straight black and white. There's no color anymore. Yeah, pretty much all black and white from here on out. She has more inner thoughts. Am I really dead? Why am I dead but alive? That's what she does. She just kind of sits around in her room. And monologues. And watches the flower decay. Yeah, the, the flower, flower starts, starts to, to wilt. She just keeps pondering that shit. But she's still trying so, to take care of the flower. She goes to get some water. Yeah. Um, still devoted. Her clothes are pretty dirty, though. Did like, you notice her room, too? All the plastic wrap everywhere? Yeah, her room like, was lined with plastic. Yeah, it's, it's like a around. biohazard zone. In yeah, there. chicken wire on I'm her family window. did that. They just want to contain whatever the fuck is wrong with her. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can stay here, but you're not going to like it. She goes downstairs to get some water, and everyone's having breakfast or whatever. And they all <laughs> plug their nose. The sister runs away, like, immediately. <laughs> like, ah! She's like, change your underwear! And she just runs out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, so pig! So gross! Yeah, at first, though, they seem to just try to ignore her completely. Like, they don't acknowledge her. They don't look at her. Mm-hmm. Her sister just plugs her nose. And for all intents and purposes, she doesn't exist there. Like, her place yeah. at the table is, like, empty. Right, yeah, yeah, and her mother bows her head, too. Just looks down at the table. The girl has to put on plastic gloves to get the water, yeah. to use the faucet and stuff, which I thought was a nice detail. There's something else I thought of about Eraserhead. I read like, a dead plant in his room. Oh, yeah, that mound uh, of dirt with this, that. With, like, just, like, some sticks coming out of yeah. it. That's what it looked like. And I maybe wonder if, like, if maybe he was really dead, too. People hmm. have a lot of theories about that movie, and that's one of them. But anyway, and the family shows up in her room with surgical masks and dad brought some formaldehyde with him and he kind of like tries to get her with it he tries to like restrain her but he doesn't want to touch her so it's yeah, just really awkward yeah he's timid about all this because the idea is to shoot her up with formaldehyde to keep her from rotting even more yeah which yeah, i would be really open to that idea I don't yeah if i was her not. i'd be like if i was a dead undead person i'd be like yeah we can try that i don't want to keep rotting i'm cool. gross <laughs> yeah it's pretty nasty man do they establish whether or not she can feel anything that happens to her. Oh, if she can feel pain still? I, yeah. I don't know. I imagine being embalmed while you're still so. alive probably wouldn't be the most pleasant experience. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, like, being eaten by maggots and stuff would be pretty bad, too. Yeah. The arm wound hurts her at the beginning. Yeah, I think yeah. she kind of like winced a little bit. She never seems like she's in a lot of pain, though. She yeah, seems to be in less pain as it goes on, too. Emotionally, it's more. But then the mother, she pulls her sleeves back. She's like, oh, my fucking worthless husband can't yeah. do anything himself. She shoves him to the ground and says, you're a weak, 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 weak Shrimpy dicked loser. Beta weeaboo perma virgin. That's right, our kids are adopted. Perma fat. <laughs> Ultimate coward. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Go clean the toilets. <laughs> Like he gets one of those stupid sweatband headband things that they put on when they go to do heavy labor and then he just goes and does it. <laughs> Mom takes over. She jams that spike right in her arm. Turns out it's fucking heroin. What? The medicine bottle looks fucking sweet though. Did you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Goes to black after that, I think. And she's like, am I really dead now? And she wakes up on more plastic. Yeah, his dog's howling. Her arm's like all bruised. Yeah, she's got like all these bruises. Like splotches or 
skin's very yeah. splotchy now. I think it's supposed to be like rotting meat. That's what I figured. Like, that's yeah, how they yeah. illustrate it, like in a simpler way. And her leg is messed up too, like especially around her ankle. Did it break or is it rotting off or just bruised or whatever is going on? Something's She's happening. like, my flower's dying too. She goes to get more water. She treks down the steps very slowly. She can't seem to walk so well. So she's deteriorating pretty fast. She sees herself in a reflection in the mirror and she sees how just like she's nasty she looks. Looking, yeah. She grabs her hair like, why is this happening to me? Like that's at least what she's thinking and she tears some hair out. Yeah, it just comes out in clumps. The family shows up. Right? Oh yeah, well, there's, like, they got a surprise. The door's locked. She can't get out. Dogs barking in the distance and people are like shuffling towards her. Yeah, it's know. the fa family coming home. The they were out. Bad. Yeah, yeah with out. gasoline. Uh, yeah, they were out getting some BK. <laughs> Yeah, they got some fucking Burger King. Got those new grilled dogs. You want to try them out? They got grilled dogs at Burger King? Yeah. Wait, like hot dogs? Hot yeah. dogs, yeah. Like Frankfurters. Like Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. Dude, what the hell's going on? I know, right? I don't know. Where have I been? We got coupons for them. I actually came in the mail. Oh, shit. Let's get some <laughs> after this. Go. Yeah. Some All right, guys. Let's get some dogs after this weekend. <laughs> I'm getting extra mayo. <laughs> after they got that large fry, and they come back, and they're going to give her a large fry. And by that... <laughs> fry her. They're going to fry her. They got a big old can of gasoline. So they just dump it everywhere. Yeah, well, she tries to barricade the door to her room, but it's just like a sliding door. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they just, like, they just open, open it. it and push the shit out of the way. <laughs> that was oh hilarious. At least she tried. That's like, like the Big Lebowski that part where the door just opens. Oh, shit, yeah, oh man. Really funny. The mom has a needle, and I guess they're gonna try to sedate her somehow, but the sister looks at her, and she's like, Mom, what are you doing? And she hands her a fucking shiv. Yeah, and yeah. just like, fucking stab her. The daddy fucking restrains her, and then she just knocks him into the wall, and yeah, his balls over. Bitch. He's a fucking loser. He's a fucking loser. He's a fucking mess. He's a waste. He's lousy. What a mistake. <laughs> he is so weak. He is the weakest guy here. <laughs> oh, this man. goes back to him scrubbing a toilet again. Yeah, so he's just like... <laughs> Let's stop fighting. Jeez, oh, man. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> I'm wearing so, my hoodie. So, <laughs> so this guy's just fucking knocked out unconscious on the ground, bleeding from his head. And the mother comes in with the shiv, right? And she starts yeah. swinging like a maniac. Stabs her in the chest there, the or shoulder. She pulls her, the yeah. knife out and stabs her mom in the fucking eye. After she pulls the knife out, it blood shoots out like it's fucking Afro Samurai. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And doesn't the daughter get her throat cut? Yeah, just the accidentally. Mom's fucking swinging her arm around wildly holding this blade. Yeah, mom's crawling in her skin. And Nick's, yeah, yeah, yeah her wound will, will not heal. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go dying in hell. That's so when the Lincoln Park kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she's swinging her arm around wildly with his knife and nicks little sister's jugular so now the good kid's dead now too yeah, yeah. So yeah the, the daughter gets away the yeah living dead girl gets away yeah rob zombie's proud tear comes to his <laughs> eye <laughs> and the mother's like i can't see i can't see anything i'm gonna fucking kill you oh yeah, um, she, she starts wandering around wearing like a dark tablecloth. Yeah, she grabs mm -hmm. the tablecloth, uses like a traveling cloak. And we see uh, that her arm's more fucked up and her face is more fucked up than it was before. She just kind of wanders about more yeah. in her monologues. Am I dead? <laughs> While she's wandering the I'm streets, dead. she's a homeless bum at this point. Yeah. She has no she, place to go. She's, she's a, a vagrant. Homeless, <laughs> no money, and she's dead. How much lower can you get than that? I don't know. <laughs> 
That's uh, pretty low. It sucks, man. Human toilet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always that. <laughs> Mine is wild. That's <laughs> terrible. So she sees these girls playing pass, and they were talking about her, and now she's dead, and that sucks. And they made her something. And yeah, what was that? It was like a card for her family, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's like a nice thing. But she her, catches up to them, her, like the grim specter of death. She reaches out to get it, and her arm just falls yeah, off. Yeah, I know she's got an arm off. Yeah, the girls <laughs> turn around and see her there, and then her arm just splats onto the pavement. And they're like, oh, no! Wait! <laughs> freaking run away man yeah they like throw things at her everybody hates her now that she's dead yeah Sucks. to be dead is social suicide yeah. evidently it's so uncool she leaves cold and alone it's like wearing socks with flip flops <laughs> yeah, yeah nobody wants to be around that person same deal so she stows away at a farm or something that night yeah, that shot of her walking down the street was like just the club I thought it was pretty cool I thought that was yeah, awesome was too neat. I wrote that that looked great that would be a good poster I think and she wakes up and I like the uh, nice nature sounds it's some nice bird calls. That's like a Ren and Stimpy when they wake up. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that in Kurosawa movies too, the other Japanese movies. If they're in the woods, the sound is really good on those. They put a lot of detail yeah. in it, which is nice. Uh, it's yeah. cool because it's like you hear the birds singing. It's a new day. Yeah, you're dead. You got no place to go. But hey, let's try it again. You know? Go to Den. He's got a grand slam and <laughs> figure, all the, right. figure the whole thing out. <laughs> and her ankle's classified. looking real shitty. But she spots some more from Raldehyde in the corner of the room. There's a taxidermied animal nearby too, right? Yeah. 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 She's going to like taxidermy herself. Maybe that was her plan. Maybe. I'll stuff myself to is live forever. That, yeah, the farmer comes in that finds her and he's super pissed off. He's like freaking right the and fuck then out. Her, well, her tongue falls out. Yeah, that was what that was? I thought she just threw up like her breakfast burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that grand slam just, just came right up. And they just decided to run with it. Uh, Should have had that grand slam. Oh, well, it was like an outtake and they're like, that's pretty gross. Yeah, I threw up my <laughs> KFC's famous bowl. <laughs> just came back up. Oh, oh man. <laughs> But yeah, she tries to explain herself, and her tongue just flops Bleh. out of her head, splat right on the ground. And he's not having that. He just fucking swept that barn. Instead yeah, of calling goddamn an it. ambulance and trying to help, yeah, you find a 15-year-old girl who's literally dying and falling to pieces, and he just, like, <laughs> responds by getting angry. Yeah, it's like, concerned. how dare you? He's, like, hopping up and down in one spot. He's like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what, did she walk down, like, the shit tunnel from Shawshank Redemption after this? <laughs> yeah, dude, that tunnel was as big as 15 football feet. I don't know how I did it. I thought she was just scoping out the sewers like this is gonna be my new home I guess. I can't <laughs> yeah, really go anywhere else. teams up with the Ninja Live Turtles. here with my fellow pieces of shit. I'm destined to defend this city from <laughs> crime. I'm ready from evil. I'm gonna defend it from crime. The stench of my justice. <laughs> stench of my justice. Will be smelt throughout the city. He knows the truth. The smell of penetration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine Dolph Lundgren in this movie? <laughs> As who? I love it. Dad? As the girl. As <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as the Just put a wig girl. on him. <laughs> That's the Rob Zombie remake. We gotta make it happen. Kickstarter. Yeah, Let's get Zach kids. Braff on the horn. Get a yeah, get Zach Braff to make it. Make a sequel to Garden State where he plays Natalie Portman's character. Dolph <laughs> Lundgren as Natalie Portman as that girl from that as movie. That's So this guy shows up in like a weird truck. This good Samaritan, I labeled him right <laughs> off. That's what's wrong with her. really weird, right? Yeah, well it looked like one of those Mitsubishi 
see kind of mid-sized trucks, but just with like the back part removed. Truck driver offers he, to help her. Yeah, but he's like a little weird. He's pretty creepy. He's a little greasy. Creepy. He's a little slippery. <laughs> Slip and slide in every which way. Slippery fellow. He kind of reminded me of the wizard from the Wizard of Oz that Dorothy meets like in the beginning of the movie. Oh. He felt like that a little oh, bit okay. when he seemed like kind of on the up and up. It was like, yeah, I'll help you, but there's some other stuff going on. Yeah. Some other stuff to play, maybe. Get in my truck. Yeah, get in my truck. We'll go for a ride. I'll take you to a magical place. He asks if she's hungry. That was a weird question to ask a dead person. She wakes up in just a darkened room. Yeah, he tells her he'll her. take her somewhere safe. Don't worry. Yeah, it's it. totally safe. Well, there's weird comical groaning in the background. What did that guy sound like? There's it's some like, guy oh, just like, ah. Yeah, it was. There was like a, <laughs> The guy is making this weird speech about light and darkness and saying all these strange things. He's yeah, like this monkey man running around. There a monkey man hops around behind creepy circus man. Around kind of the edges of the light. I feel like he should have had like an accordion, like one of those hand accordions. That's what I thought that that box he was touching was going to end up being. Yeah, it seemed like that. Yeah, organ grinder. He just needed a little monkey with him. He was like that guy from Ocarina of Time. He, yeah, he got monkey nucleosis. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he got bit by a radioactive monkey. Yeah. Now he's forced to perform. Yeah, the deadly Motava virus from Outbreak. <laughs> yeah, man. Got him tough. in the ass. It's another tough break with a character in this movie. They say the title. Oh, oh Living title. Dead Girl. Like, I present to you a living dead girl. And there's like eight dudes in suits sitting in like a semicircle and you can't really see their faces. I couldn't tell, but I think they might have been wearing like little white gloves. Yeah, they were like fancy formal dress wear. It was crazy. Yeah, they had fancy footwork going on. <laughs> yeah, they were moving and grooving. <laughs> Yeah, just this circle of businessmen, it looks like. They were all wearing suits. Sitting totally straight up, straight face, just stiff. As if they were going to be sitting at a business meeting. Totally professional. It was really weird. going to turn into a bukkake party, though. Jeez, like, I've well, seen this movie before. Yeah, like... What? <laughs> All too well, many like times. One guy I've seen enough up. of those Japanese animes to know where this is going. But one guy, um, he meekly gets up and he kind of walks over and he's like, fine, I'll, uh, I'll check it out. And he looks underneath, picks up the table. Yeah, he picks up bit. her skirt like a fucking pervert. And like, he looked, fuck? Did he pick up her skirt or did she just have like a sheet? It was he picked up the, the blanket, but I that's it what it looked like. Like I got the sense body. that the sheet was there to cover her disgusting rotting body as she and was he, traveling. Yeah, and he immediately gets up and vomits. Like, yeah, he throws up. Amazing. She's rot. Man looks under cloth and throws up 12 Smirnoff's worth of puke and vomit and bile and uptrucks his guts and tosses his cookie and while he hurls and spews his toxic ooze he couldn't be happier he was and like it's like authentic a, or whatever a, of a plate like golf clap kind of round of applause oh yeah, yeah when her intestines like, nice. fall out of her butt more applause oh, after shit, that right. <laughs> just fall she out hoops them out just slap against the ground <laughs> just drag behind her like her spaghetti fell out of her pockets <laughs> and then they put on the radio and it's this kind of weird easy listening like bam yeah, so she can dance. And she has to dance. Dance monkey. Like someone holds the radio too. And they like pass yeah. it off to well, somebody. Well, there's that. The it's like that Igor kind of guy. Who's yeah, there. he might have been holding it, and he Weird. seems like he's all horny now. I don't know. What the fuck is this? And everything. That's and what I was well, like. It turns what into is like going a, on? Doesn't it just kind of turn into like a little dance party? Don't well, all the everyone starts dancing, kind of start and then they too. kind of circle around her, and they're kind of touching her a little bit, and then it fades yeah. out to black. So it's up to you. Whatever happened, it could just be like a weird dance party. It probably got crazier. Only Hideshi Hino knows for sure. Yeah, Hideshi. Well, he knows the truth. Of life. Stop yeah. making things happen, man. And, Life works uh, come true. Yeah, take a fall. Dump it. That's all you gotta do to get ahead in life. Just take a fall. Take a fall. Do it. <laughs>
do it now. Yeah, he just dumps her on the side of the road, right? And he just, yeah, like, just wanders plop. into the woods. Yeah, like a piece of trash. <laughs> like, isn't, yeah. isn't that how the scene fades in? Like, it fades to her, like, just lying there. You can hear the truck just, like, pulling away. Like, he just well, dropped her him, off. you see him, like, walking back to the truck. It fades in. It's a plop. I think it's, like, the plop is when it's dark. And then it fades in. He's walking back. And then she just starts wandering in the woods. And it fades to and, black again. And then it cuts back to color, right? Yeah, the scene of color. It's basically just the first scene of the movie again is what it looks like. The colors, this is where I noticed like they weren't muted at all. They, they were, were very bright. Yeah. yeah, I think they were brighter the second time around. Mm -hmm. It looked more like real light. Yeah, the flowers was, alive again. Yeah, and that's when I knew right away there's no way, no way. This is a dream sequence. Yes, psych! So these color. She's alive. It was all a bad dream. Psych! And then her one-eyed mom grabs her and tells her she's already dead. Did it jump you guys? Because it got me. This is a pretty good jump scare. It didn't Kinda have a scare cord. Yeah. Just uh, this hand reaching It was up. just a little. Yeah. Probably all of us didn't really buy it. I just didn't feel like they would just have some bogus ending like that where none of it even happened. I no, this shit actually happened. Oh. Yeah, because it actually, actually happened. happened. Cuts back to her She's... near a body of water, like a river or a pond. A river. It looked like either a warehouse or a parking garage. Yeah, aren't like chunks of her falling off at this point? You see her reflection, it looks like maybe like half her face is gone. At the yeah, end. it looks yeah. crazy. Mom and dad show up with the gasoline again and they look like shit too. Like everybody's just falling apart at this point. Yeah, not. she looks yeah. like fucking yeah, like, Big Boss. Just, like, stalking her. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's got that fucking henchman with a big can of gas right next to her. Yeah. She's got the fucking eye patch, like, covered her eyes. Like, she is not <laughs> deterred by not having an eye at all. No, she wants revenge. She will have revenge. I am our revenge. Then they wander off into, like, an old abandoned factory or warehouse or some kind of big Yeah, building. she gives them the slip, right? Yeah. Briefly, don't Yeah, for a while, she looks like she's gonna lose him. And then her fucking foot falls Yeah, off. it finally breaks. I was waiting for that to happen. Rolls away. Like, it's a fucking paradise. Yeah. And mom says, I'll see you in hell. She pulls out a lighter, she flicks it open. She's like, no well, she way! she has her first, like, optimistic or defiant thought card, like, probably in the whole movie, which yeah. is, I'll live. And yeah. she throws her foot. Yeah, she yeah. picks up her foot like it's fucking Uses dead rising, weapon. and she throws it <laughs> right at her mother. And it knocks shirt. the lighter out of her hand, right? The and look falls. on her mom's face. Oh, I no! Quit. She was like, what? And then, by some ridiculous chance, the burning lighter falls into the open container of gas, and the building blows up like it's Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's what the effect <laughs> Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. It cuts away to the building in the distance and they superimpose this really cheap explosion. And Yuri goes flying. Yeah, you yeah. Just, like, see her flying from the building. Like she's like, got speed lines behind her. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's soaring through the air with the greatest of ease. Yeah, she's flying around like she's Captain Falcon. She lands on the ground in this white void place and she just looks like she's just been reduced to a sort of a puddle. Yeah, on the she ground. Just kind of, she sees her plant out. in the distance in this yep. white space and then she kind of just slides She tries to like Towards towards it. It. If anyone's seen Creepshow Part 2, the black ooze on the oh, lake, yeah. it reminded me a lot like oh, that. Man, that shit freaked me out yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, that really that fucked was, me up. That was some yeah. scary this, shit. Uh, yeah. This reminded me of that one regular show episode where Rigby eats too much junk food and his body quits on him, and so it's just reduced <laughs> yeah. to like a green blob he has to, like, in a bucket. But anyway. She like slides closer and closer, and then she has like one last, oh, she lifts her head up and then falls to the ground. Now, the effect they had on her eye, do you think that was just a lead? Lens that they put over it. She has like this weird splotch on her eye now, like this weird white splotch. I wasn't sure if that was a reflection. I didn't even light. notice it. I oh, noticed yeah. it. I don't like, know. It was mostly towards the end. Her eye had changed. Like I don't know if it was a rate of her decomposing. But I thought it was kind of like a cool touch. That her eye is like really the only thing that you could see of her that's not a puddle of goo. And then what's left of her just explodes into like a puddle of blood. Surrounds the potted. It just goes dandelion, bloop, like yeah. a balloon or like a water droplet or something. And it surrounds the potted plant. Colors return to the film. 
them too? Well, the plant is in color. And then it zooms into the flower and then out into like a galaxy in outer space. Okay, we're getting into the multiverse now. This yeah. movie's getting really weird oh, really yeah. quick. And then it shows the plant having been planted out in a wilderness area, like in a big field somewhere. So it's like reincarnation maybe? She came back to life as a flower? Maybe. There's a lot of Buddhists in Japan and a lot of Buddhists do believe in reincarnation. That was one of my interpretations of what that was all supposed to mean. That's what I figured too. That's what it felt like to me as well. I am not sure what I think about the ending. It could be reincarnation. It could be that she was possibly dead the whole time and that was her lost spirit trying to reconnect with something familiar, yeah. going through everything. I took it a lot as like a body horror thing too, as maybe just being a teenage girl and all these changes are happening all of a sudden and people perceive you differently. It's pretty ambiguous the way it ends. There's a lot of interesting things you could read into. I think she could have been dead the whole time. I think that's in Buddhist and Hindu philosophy sometimes too, is that there's a period between your incarnations where your spirit kind of wanders. Like the tablecloth made me think, she becomes like a formless figure. You only see yeah. her face as she just kind of floats down the streets. It was great imagery. It I was. really liked it. It reminded me of a book I read, Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka, where this guy, I don't think his family liked him that much to begin with. You know, on like page two or whatever. Yeah, they take a shit up. on his forehead. Yeah, they take a dump. <laughs> they do a Cleveland steamer. They make him eat it too. Yeah, like at it's first. A crazy book. No, yeah, they're like at the beginning of the book, he wakes up as a bug one day without any explanation. I am Kafka. <laughs> his family just likes him less and less. They see him like that the first time. His dad just throws like apples at him and fucks him up. And <laughs> because he's no doesn't really fit in to the family because of what's happened to him, because he can no longer earn money for the family because he's a bug. Bugman, <laughs> they kind of resent his presence. And that's kind of what happened in this movie. Like He's a bum. He's a freeloader. Yeah, yeah get a job. Bug bum. Yeah, bug he's, bum piece of bug shit. Bum. Yeah, bug bum, the bug bum. The family in this movie, they seemingly loved and cared about this girl when she was alive, but now that she's gone through this crazy change, they just don't even want her around. So it reminded me of that story. And that's uh, it. That's Dead Girl Walking. Indeed. Kind of an abrupt ending. It just the It ends. just kind of ends pretty yeah. quick. Okay, so how is this movie rated on the internet? It's not rated on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has an audience score of 2.6 out of 5, gets a 6 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 3 out of 5 in Rate Your Music. How would you guys rate this flick? I like this movie. It's a short film. It's not a big time investment like a long Hollywood blockbuster would be. That's not to say that um, you can't get any less enjoyment out of it. I liked it. I would give this a solid 4 out of 5. It's tuned me into the series, and now I want to watch the rest. I like the pacing. I like the imagery. Like The camera work was pretty good. The music was good. I like the characters. Like, I felt for this girl girl's plight. Like, I legitimately felt pretty bad for it for the course of the movie, and I think that merits some praise. So, four to five. As for me, yeah, I was into it. I liked this movie. I liked its unsettling atmosphere. I really liked how a lot of the shots were lit. I liked the framing of all the shots. The cinematography I thought was excellent. The black and white was cool. The music was pretty sweet. And it was pretty unnerving. It was pretty scary. Like, it was legitimately, like, it got under my skin. And yeah, I did feel bad for this girl. I don't know. I would recommend this for people who like this kind of horror where there's not a lot of crazy special effects. It's more about, like, the ideas of it. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who like it. Yeah, I'd give it a 4 out of 5. As for me, I'm gonna buck the trend. Oh! Bop, 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 bop. I'm gonna give this a 3 <laughs> out of 5 because it was a movie that didn't really have much acting. Not that much really happened. I wasn't crazy about the look of the movie. Like, I like black and white movies, but I thought this looked kind of drab and lifeless, but maybe that was the point. But the story was interesting. It's 44 minutes being basically a short film. It's like watching him put a Law and Order or something. Short Does not uh, it's a short mill. Is that what you're gonna short say? Mill? Uh, I give the short mill a four out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that shit out. God yeah, damn. That's getting messy. <laughs>
Mary and Rizabi. Ooh. Yeah, I prefer Boy From Hell out of the two that I've seen out of the series, but I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it. I thought the story was interesting. Some of the acting was good. Doesn't oversay its welcome. So I think it's a pretty good movie. I'd give it a three. But yeah, next week's movie, we're going to be doing 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. We're actually doing something people give a shit about for one. We'll see how we feel about that. None of us have seen it, so that'll be uh -huh. interesting. And none of us are really that big. We're not versed Full in disclosure, the, uh... we're not big on superhero movies, really. It's not something I really seek out that often. How do you feel about superhero and the whole Marvel thing? All right. I dabble here and there. Like, I know, like, the basics, but I'm not, like, well-versed or anything like that. Yeah. I've seen some superhero movies that I enjoy, and then I've seen some that I don't enjoy. <laughs> I feel like that could be a whole episode, really, talking about superhero movies, because it's something that's kind of so oversaturated American culture for, like, 14 years now. <laughs> yeah. well, there's an idea. People can write in if they want to yeah. hear that episode. That's something we could maybe do sometime, just talk about that shit. That'll be interesting. Next week, 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash MondoCoolMovieDudes. If you're a member, please follow us. Like the episode, share them, download them. That'd be cool. And like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MondoCoolMovieDudes. Follow us on Twitter at MondoCoolMovies. And you can email us. Any thoughts, feedback, suggestions, any movies you really want us to review, let us know. We'll take that into consideration. MondoCoolMovies at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, actually, I want to say, like, thanks for everyone who's been listening to these episodes. Thank you for checking it out and sticking with it. It's very nice of you. Yeah. yeah. We've gotten almost 300 plays, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for your support.